The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show and movies reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. We got a special one for you today, folks. We are getting into Jackass Forever. Great, great movie. And it came out on February 3rd of the year 2022. Yeah, that was yeah, Chris, oh, yesterday. Oh, man. That was yesterday. That was that yesterday. Was yesterday. Tell me you have a fun fact for, I do. Uh, for us for there yesterday. Was this, uh, I don't know what happened yesterday. There was this little baby boy. Oh. Yeah. He was a little I knew baby you were boy. Do this. I've, I've known him my whole life, and uh, he reached the ripe age of 33 years old. And I took this little boy out to a movie, <laughs> and it happened to land. What are the odds that this movie got redirected so many times and ended up landing literally on yeah. Mikey, podcast host, the bad boy of Chris. podcasting's birthday? Yeah, Chris that. loves taking little boys out to the movie theater. Just by the <laughs> well, way, he's thirty three now. Come you on, know. Jay. <laughs> I was uh, I, honestly like I, I when I first heard that they were delaying the movie and that it was coming out February fourth originally. Like that's the technically the release date is February fourth, yeah. right? And it just so happened yeah. that there were some pre showings for whatever reason. I'm, I don't know how movies work or why they do these things. Probably for the box office numbers or something like that. And it lands on my birthday, and I was kind of bummed out about it because I was like, how am I going to navigate? You know my birthday and the movie and all this stuff. And then I just succumbed to it. I was like, you know what? I get to watch a movie that I've been waiting decades to see. Uh, finally on my birthday with my brother. It was awesome. Uh, I, 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 yeah, dude. and I can't say I was let down. I don't know. Just off the bat. I was, I was ecstatic to be able to see this and I have, I barely slept last night. Cause all I wanted to do is wake up and talk about this fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, it was a little bit of a birthday for everybody, wasn't it, Mikey? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to hog all the spotlight now. Come on. <laughs> Listen, this is this is a big fucking episode. I think the reason we started this podcast, yeah, uh, was partially in, in due in, in part to this coming out because it just reignited our passion for the show, the movies, everything. And I got to say, this journey we've been on, if you're new to the podcast, welcome, by the way. Uh, we have covered the first two seasons of Jackass, the first movie, the second movie, and uh, some of Evil of Bam and Wild Boys so far as well. So if you're new, go back and enjoy those. And uh, I just want to say, like, from the perspective of a longtime viewer of the show and being able to relive this movie experience just having the context from doing this podcast and going into it made it so much fucking sweeter. I don't know if you guys noticed cause I was picking up references. I totally would have forgot mm-hmm. about just seeing like the, I feel like I live with these guys cause we're with them every week. So seeing their character come out behind the scenes on camera, it's like, yeah, I totally get these people way better than I would have if this was just like a nostalgic rewatch. So I feel like it was a little special just coming from a podcast perspective, you know, it, 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 was it nice. definitely was. It definitely was be going into the movie theater and you see all the people around. You see a wide array of ages, types of people. It just was such a different demographic as when we for last time we were in theaters watching these things. You know, it was all young guys like us and it was just like this crazy experience. And now you realize how much Jackass has evolved. It's touched so many different people in different ways. And because we're these like little bad boy podcast hosts, <laughs> if I might say so myself, I felt like I was in the movie theater like an expert, like, Haha, you don't know about this and making comments to Mikey. So other people like 
would yeah. hear it and learn these little behind the scenes secrets that we got to figure out because we've been following these guys and talking about them for the past what year now? It's probably almost been almost a year since we've been doing it's this. It's get it's getting there. Yeah, it's funny because uh and and Chris and I will talk about this a little as we mentioned we saw the movie together and there were people behind us some of whom had never seen actually none of them had seen Jackass before. They didn't know what Jackass was. And as a little teaser, oh. one of them said at one point, probably like 10 minutes into the movie, like, I think he said something like, this is whack. Are you telling me it's just like a bunch of YouTube clips put pieced together or something like that? And I literally turned around oh, and I was yeah, like, I do you he not did. know what Jackass is? And then they were like, oh, you know, like, we know who Jasper is. And I was like, okay, oh, wow. then I guess we're here for Jasper. It's, it's good. Um, it's a good thing, though. Let's not, let's not like, uh, shit on the younger crowd, because I had that in my crowd, too. I'm glad younger people are going to see this shit. That 100%, makes me happy. I agree like, 100%. Yeah. Yes. And we are better than all of you. That's why we do this podcast. <laughs> That's I mean, that's the the fucking lesson. I don't want to sound like a prick, but listen, just whatever fucking age you are, young, old, longtime fan, new fan, I hope you enjoyed this movie as much as we all did. And I think we should just, I think we got to just jump in and talk to uh, about it. Um, What was your guys' experience sitting down in the fucking theater, though? Just like what was going on in your head before the fucking, you know, previews ended and you saw Johnny Knoxville up there on screen telling you that, hey, stick around after the movie. We got something special for you. Like, just break it down for me. What was that like for you? Honestly, I it was it was surreal. Like, I it, it mm-hmm. felt like I had to keep pinching myself. I had basically said my eulogy to Jackass. I had just assumed I was never going to get it again. And as soon as and and especially like, there's this weird feeling when the when the 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 stories about Bam came out and it's like Bam's not going to be in it and the movie keeps getting delayed. Part of you, like you know, logically this doesn't make sense, but part of me was just like, yeah. this movie just isn't going to come out. This is fake. This is all a rumor. We're never going to get to see it. And then you finally get that moment where Johnny comes on, which a yeah he he teases a little bit of uh, extras after the movie, and he also does that thing that that it happens at the beginning of every movie now where someone in the crew comes it on and like thanks you for going to see movies let's stop that yeah. we don't yeah. need that anymore <laughs> I i'm say- not going to continue going to movies because johnny knoxville at the beginning of jackass was like thanks for coming here like he didn't want to be doing that and i don't want to be seeing it just show me the fucking movie at that point yeah i i gotta say though i do appreciate that he tipped us off to stick around because i always feel like a fucking idiot at the end of a marvel movie being like is there going to be a thing is there going to be a yeah. thing after? Should I wait? Should I should I get up like these guys over here and leave? Yeah. No, I'm glad they fucking said straight up, just sit your ass down and wait. That was cool. Chris, what was your yeah. experience? Man, I got in. Like, I, I picked up Mikey. It was his birthday. I finished work. We rushed back to my place. You know, had a few drinks, got into the mood. And they, they, you could just feel the excitement, like, building. Like, I couldn't sit down. I was pacing around my condo. Like, I just was like, you know what? Let's just go. Let's go. Got into the theater. You know, you get that popcorn going on. Both of us broke the popcorn rule where you're like, you know, you're not allowed to touch popcorn <laughs> until the movie actually starts. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> That's not no. an actual rule. Not we rule. just make that up for it, one another. It, it, oh, well, it is what it is. So, you know, we're, we're going there. You see, I'm just taking so in cute. all the new people, all the crowd, the people behind us, the guys behind us. It was like, like I said, it was a group of young guys and they were like talking a bunch. And I was like, part, part of me, I'm so used to being at regular movies was like, oh, here we go. This is going to be annoying. And then I, it made me remember what it was like when I saw Jackass originally, right. like I alluded to on the podcast before. Everyone's talking. People are laughing. You're making jokes. It's part of the whole energy, which is why I wanted to make sure I saw this in theaters. It was so important to do so. Um, you want that then, concert vibe. You definitely want exactly it to be more like a concert. Yeah. And, you know, we, we you know, brought a few beers in. We just just the vibe was amazing, man. I was so hyped yeah. up. And when when that initial warning comes up on the screen, I posted oh, on the man. Instagram <laughs> account. 
I was expecting I to hear Mikey shivers. at that part. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Like just <laughs> introing the podcast. I've gotten pretty good at it. What's I think I do here? a better job than Johnny sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But boys, I got, I won't go too deep into my experience because I do want to just start talking about it. But I will say this, you know, sitting down at the theater, I was there with my brother as well. I don't know if that's a thing you take. That's what I was going to ask you who you saw it with. It's fucking weird, right? We went together, but I will say this. It felt special. It's kind of like Mikey, what you already mentioned. It felt like it shouldn't have happened, but I'm happy that it did. And I was just sitting there thinking, I'm fucking happy right now. I don't even care what comes next. If this is a terrible fucking bomb of a movie, this is just a good moment right now. And I'm so fucking happy to be sitting in this seat. And then, yeah, like you guys said, the disclaimer comes on and you're just, you're just locked in. Like the rest of the world just disappeared. And I was just hundred mm-hmm. percent like focused on this fucking thing and ready to go. And it did not disappoint. I think it's about time we talk about the intro to this Let's movie <laughs> because Jackass movies are notorious since the first one for having big budget, big, uh, big splash in the intro. They want, they want to get you excited. And before we break down the Jackass Forever intro, let's just, let's go back in time a little bit and look at some of the previous Jackass intros that we've seen. Um, Mikey, this was your idea. I think it's fantastic. Uh, just tell us, why don't you run us through it? Like, uh, take us back to Jackass one. What, Definitely. What's going on there? So uh, before I do this, I also want to say, uh, obviously, you know, we've seen a lot of organic growth over the last few weeks yes. uh, on our socials and our podcast as well. Uh, so if you're new to this, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast because you were searching Jackass Forever and this came up, first of all, thanks for taking a shot on us. Very much appreciated. Secondly, usually the format of this podcast is a little bit different where we do an actual stunt by stunt breakdown of every episode or movie uh, of, of the TV show or movie uh, and, and we give it a rating and, and this, that and the other. This episode episode is going to be a little bit different because we were so excited about watching the movie and we have so many thoughts about the experience itself and some of the new people we wanted to to do this episode as more of a general our thoughts and feelings on the movie and then down the line when we have a chance to watch the movie again and really get our our stunt by stunt notes done then we'll have another uh release of the episode where we go into much more depth so mm-hmm. that's just a way to say uh this is a slightly different format than we normally do and if you're interested in what i just said go back as jay mentioned earlier and listen to some of the earlier episodes but to your question jay the intros i think are such a an important part of of jackass obviously you got jackass one where i think shopping carts and like that from the cky crew were so iconic in the jackass world it's like they were synonymous jackass with shopping carts and you have this giant shopping cart the entire crew is in it barreling down the street there's a lot of explosions lots of slow motion there's like little stories going on between all the members of jackass fighting amongst one another as they go in the second one you have the running of the bulls at that point it felt like bulls had taken over shopping carts in the jackass world that was now the new thing and that continued into this episode even though in one episode of this podcast chris said he didn't think that bulls were iconic in jackass and was swiftly no, reminded of misconstruing my words every movie <laughs> that's bullshit you know that's fucking utter bullshit utter bullshit bulls don't have udders chris those are cows yeah thank you mikey Why you science so guy smart? over here listen <laughs> fucking but you're right over here the, the then, shopping uh, carts ja- and, and and the and the bull run in town and Jackass two super iconic, yeah. But and then I Jackass want- three, you've got uh, basically just like a yeah. hodgepodge of people in costumes and a lot of slow motion and a lot of uh, leaning on three D as every movie was at that point in time. Yeah, and I wanted to mention that like you can see a progression here and like they're trying to they kind of want to one up themselves every time and I think like with the three D era they're shooting dildos at the camera you get slow motion right. paintball and all all, all sorts of stuff. 
I was kind of wondering going into Forever, how are they going to do better? Because those intros are all very iconic. They stand out in memory. And I think they did a good job here, even though it wasn't really what I was expecting. As soon as I, I totally caught agree. on to the premise of what was about to happen, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this is going to be a great intro. So just before we, we say what it is, I just want to say... You see these scale models, and we've talked about this on the podcast before. Anytime you see small scale models of like a city or a bathroom, for example, you know one of two things is likely to happen. You're either going to see someone's dick or someone taking a huge shit on the scale model. (laughs) And that was where my mind went immediately. And uh, yeah, turn the corner. And Chris, why don't you you do the big reveal? What do we see standing in between two large skyscrapers for the intro of this movie? But Pontius's beautiful hog, although it was dressed, <laughs> it was oh, dressed yeah. up as a Godzilla type character. But the, the, it was just seeing him standing there. I cause I didn't even clue into it. Like I knew it was a big dick monster, but I didn't realize it was like a claymation scale version of it. And when they did that reveal, I fucking absolutely died, especially how funny the nutsack looked. It looked so realistic <laughs> and just so vivid. It was just that was my favorite part. That's because it. it was. I didn't. I didn't realize sack. it was a very real nutsack. I didn't realize uh, what 4K does to a nutsack, but that was like <laughs> real high definition nutsack. Oh, you and can see the hairs and everything, man. Oh man, it, it is beautiful. like we we talked on uh, last week's episode about feeling bad for having to like because uh, one of Bam's friends makes out with someone at a gas station in an episode of Evil of Bam. They're like poor women having to deal with shit like that. Um, uh, this is like anyone who who is into to ball sacks or has to deal with ball sacks. I if you love him, awesome. But I just it I feel bad. Like I've got one of those, and I just feel bad anytime anyone has to go near it. It just can't be enjoyable. They look so weird, and especially up close. And even for Pontius, who's got as perfect a dick as you can ask for, even for him, it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, thing? man, I love like when you see this Godzilla cock appear too. How it almost you know what it is, but it, because it's so decorated, it almost takes you one or two seconds to go, oh, okay, that is a cock I'm looking at. Yes, like you yeah. second guess yourself. They did a good job on the uh, hair and makeup. Whoever was you know in charge of that i hope they got credited um but yeah jay imagine imagine uh like we mentioned the people behind us and we're going to keep touching on the the people behind us um uh as as we go on just to provide some context for people who don't have the vocabulary of jackass at their disposal these these kids who are all kind of trying to like be you know tough kids and they've all got their bravado going on and this and that the first thing they see is a giant green dick and you the, 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 they start mumbling they're like one of them goes like just like you can hear him lean back in his chair he's like what the fuck is this yeah. like he's like not okay yeah. he's not okay with it but they're kind of like playing each other out like seeing like are you okay with looking at this is am i like so i'm okay to, and they ended up they handled it well there were no homophobic remarks or anything like that it was they did well thumbs up in my book that's beautiful it's beautiful. See, when you go to Jackass with someone who's seasoned, like my brother and I, you don't yeah. even have to ask those questions. You just laugh no, you know. and you know it's okay. You know. It's fine. I mean, it's 2021. Like, who cares? <laughs> don't have a dick phobia. Don't be worried about it. Nobody cares. It's, I think, like, the fact that the, something that blew my mind, though, is I had a bit of, like, a time warp when I was sitting there thinking, like, there was a time in movie theaters where this shit seemed like an impossibility. This would never be on a big right. screen. Mm-hmm. And now right. we're sitting here looking at it and it's like, holy shit, when did this change? I, the first thing I could think of that was like a, a pinpoint moment was maybe when Bruno came out, if you remember that movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think that yes. was the turning point. But, when uh, the penis literally says, Bruno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
there was people, dude, getting up and leaving the theater back then. I went when it came out, like just visibly upset that they what, what they just saw. And, no, uh, Jay, I don't think they were leaving because they were upset. I think they went to go see the movie because that's the only scene they cared about. The scene's over. They don't have any more need for the movie. They, they got what they needed. They're running home and keeping that in their spank bank. Yeah, like, a, like a good old fashioned porno theater. Mm. Yeah, whack went out and head home uh, to the missus. And, uh, now, Jay, you mentioned you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, you're like, how are they going to top the intros that they've done in the past? Yeah. And this is kind of a, a common theme because they chose not to try. And I think this is a theme with the movie in general. They're not trying to be bigger than or better than. They're just trying to be different and unique they're trying to be like their own movie they don't necessarily want to be compared all the time to jackass one and two because especially with the older stars in this movie like johnny knoxville pontius uh with the exception of danger aaron who's a fucking maniac in this movie um uh, they they all (laughs) don't have the capacity to do what they used to do so they're not trying to beat jackass one two and three or the or the tv show and that goes to the intros as well they just did something incredibly different it wasn't like if you think about the first three movies there was like musical scores and this and everything was big and flashy and this and there had there were elements of it but instead they just told a narrative which was like awesome yeah it was was like like watching something different student short film with uh, a lot of dick in it i I don't know are you (laughs) are you sure they weren't trying to top them so are you sure because I, I don't know what I, you saw but i saw tony hawk getting a facial and uh i don't know if <laughs> oh, it gets so much better cameos. than that i don't know so i just gotta say when the dick you know that's that's his big attack like if, if this is fucking uh some anime dragon ball z he was charging that attack up and he just comes everywhere like it is oh, yeah. an explosion of come there's it's a, army... i call that a kamehameha thank you thank Ooh, you wow. and, and i would also call it pontius ball z because they're his balls Oh, very I'm just good. punching this up a little bit. <laughs> like the, the, the it, I was that, so into. The, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead, jump Jay. in, man. All you. I, I was so into the claymation and just the scene. They did such a good job at making it like a Godzilla scene. That well, there was the point when when the the snapping turtle came up. The whole theater goes, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> I was like, "It's just a snapping turtle. Why are they so worried? Like, is this some character I'm missing out?" Because I didn't clue into the fact. That it was still Pontius's real dick, and he was going to have to fight a snapping turtle. <laughs> yeah, you and were when invested. that happened, it it blew my mind. But they did such a good job at the misdirection for me. I was just so into the scene that I didn't I didn't even clue into that. And when that happened, man, oh my, I couldn't. Yeah. I was just oh yeah, blown away. Oh literally. man, I know, I know. I I I had that same moment too, where I, I saw the snapping turtle, and I was so invested as well. Where it took a moment to kind of put two and two together and go, okay, I see where it's going. But one thing that's beautiful about this too is this not only is an intro to introduce the old cast. We see a bunch of shots of like, for example, just run through a few. There's like uh, Dave England and Wee Man up on a big sign. They're putting in the letters for the premiere of Jackass Forever on a theater marquee, yeah. and you know, Wee Man's got the headphones on. He's not listening. He doesn't realize there's a giant cock monster coming at. And then they see him, <laughs> and there's an explosion and the guys fly off the marquee. You've got uh, uh, da- Danger Aaron gets football tackled by a football player into a fruit cart. Like all sorts of things happen like to introduce the cast. But what I loved is they took this as an opportunity to introduce you to the new cast members yeah. who all also get covered in cum. Because like, of course, the, the vets <laughs> aren't the ones getting the cum shot. It's the new guys. But uh, it's a good way to kind of set up the scene and go, okay, I see if I if you didn't know from the trailers and the and the promotional material that this jackass is a movie to not only bring back what you love but to pass the torch in a sense. This was a good way to show that hey, look out for these guys. They're going to do something special here. I liked that. 
Definitely, definitely. It was, uh, and and you got that sense as well. There's a lot of times in the movie where there is that passing of the torch, and I think we can say off the top before we wrap up our thoughts on the intro. Um, Poopies is the new Johnny Knoxville, and they didn't even try to hide <laughs> the fact that he is he's the guy now. He, and yeah. it's crazy that his name is Poopies. Poopies, like okay, that's I'm I'm here for it. But he's it's so they don't like even to the point where um on like Human Ramp, which is which is one of the one of the stunts that comes right after the intro. I think um they pair up Johnny and Poopies together under one ramp. Mm-hmm. It's it's saying like these okay you you remember Johnny? You remember how he carried the weight of most of the movies? There's a new guy to do that, and it's going to be was, I can't was believe Poopies, I'm saying Poopies again. Was Poopies farting on Johnny Knoxville? The metaphorical yeah. "I am your boss" now. <laughs> oh, that was great. They're lying on top of each other. He just lets one rip. Oh. And Johnny's reaction to that too. He just he he played right into it. Like he's like, this guy totally fits in with us. I love this. Like, and the thing is, on that when they're doing the human ramp, which we'll talk about in a second, um, you have to understand too. That's the first time that the new guys were on set with the Jackass crew. So the fact that oh, he is laid, that true? yeah, oh. he laid on top of Knoxville and just ripped a fart on him is awesome. I love that. What better way to get acquainted? Um, and I got to say one more quick thought on poopies before we move on. Um, you said he's like the new Johnny Knoxville. I, I could see yeah. that. Yeah, he could carry the torch and be like a, a marquee guy for this series. But I do also feel like Poopies is also the everyman. Poopies is us. We are yes. Poopies. He's the audience analog. When you look at him and you're like, if I was to hang out with these guys, I'd be out of my element, but I'd want to impress them by any <laughs> means necessary. That's fucking Poopies. He's willing to do anything and everything to fit in here. Um, Maybe you guys identify with different things that I do, but like, the the fact that they go out of their way to to stress how fucking stupid he is <laughs> like they're like he's a dumbass like he's, well, yeah. he's an idiot aren't <laughs> we all though i mean nah, fair fair i guess i guess we are I they're mean, like you know what poopies is he's like maybe not the analog to us but like if we're making a uh, playing a video game he's our creative character he's kind of like <laughs> he doesn't have to be one to one with who we are but i think he's the most He's excited. He gets hurt. He's afraid. Yeah. He experiences emotions in the way that I would expect a real person to experience emotions in these stunts. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we're going to talk about in a, in a little bit here, the new cast in more detail, I think. But uh, I do want to I do want to ask you guys about the, the the vets first. Let's just kind of focus on them for just a minute, because that's you know, that's why we're sitting in the seats. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing the podcast. How did it feel for um, for you guys to see these guys a little bit aged, but, you know, still having fun, still having a good time? Like, I know, Chris, you're a huge Pontius fan, um, mm-hmm. for example. Did you feel like, because I felt this when I saw Pontius on screen, it was like he hasn't changed a bit. Like, I feel that's, like that's, right, that's exactly guy, what I was going to say. That is the I, guy I've been watching for two seasons and two movies now. Like, how did, how did you feel? Like, do you have any? So, the, my, my biggest fear going in is... Would I be distracted by the reality that, you know, we're all getting older and things are changing and just, you know, like the old days are a thing of the past by and would that like hinder my enjoyance of the movie? And the answer is absolutely not. They just made it so much fun. They they stepped back a little bit with exception of Danger Aaron, who oh, absolutely took the most punishment <laughs> by far without question. But them taking a step back, they let the new guys shine. They still did the stuff that we know. Pontius in particular and Steve-O basically look like they haven't aged a day. Um, it just, I was really worried that that, that 
it would just kind of freak me out just seeing everybody getting older and the you know the, that type yeah. of stuff but in reality it didn't they just did a perfect job at transitioning and just letting the new guys take the heavy load like the heavy loads and sit back but still have that essence of themselves and it was just it was just all around just done very well yeah i loved i loved seeing as well the respect that the new crew had for the old crew yes um and i agree like 95 percent with what you guys are saying that it surprised me how little or how how they kind of didn't miss a step you know the 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 older generation of jackass stars and i think i needed that at this point in my life you know i'm mm-hmm. i'm i turn 33 birthdays are always weird post 30 you, you you keep getting older that's what happens and i kind of started to feel like i'm past my prime you know like i'm getting a little bit older and then you see the people that i looked to to be like the the coolest funniest people that i knew when i was a kid still being cool and funny and creative in new ways and i'm like and then that compared like like compounded with the fact that we had these kids behind us who had never seen jackass who were learning my experiences like growing as as someone who found these things funny it was like a coming of age moment for me i know that feels like i'm overstating (laughs) it but it felt like like i needed it like i needed that to be reminded that you know you can still be in your prime in some capacity the only exception that and this is the five percent that i disagree with you guys is there were some moments where a regular spill that they took that would have been brushed off and johnny would have just laughed about before became like a really big deal and mm-hmm. and they show it like they they show in the the bull the bull flip for example how he basically gets flipped by the bull in the exact mm-hmm. same way in this movie as he did in I think Jackass two or one and he walks away unscathed in in one or two he's wheeled off in an ambulance in this one and it does it's like okay there are elements of this that are still super dangerous and they're not as good at, at yeah. coping with it because they are just getting older. Yeah. That was kind of weird to me. Johnny was like fucking out of it after he took that shot by the bull head on, flips like twice, two full rotations in the air and it takes a second. I'm not joking. It takes like one second then he's on the ground. And I love how you can tell he's fucked up and he looks at Tremaine and he's like, what did it look like? And then he takes his phone out and he's like, <laughs> the phone is you, this is the bull. And then he just flips his phone up in the air and everybody starts laughing and it's like, Knoxville's like he doesn't even know where the fuck he was I actually had read an article that I think for about three or four months he had to do some serious rehabilitation like mentally to remember the events that had occurred leading up to that because he had like lost his memory or something like that someone might need to fact check that but I swear I read something along those lines because if that's the spot that did it yeah somewhere in the filming of the movie he had a pretty bad uh, some head trauma there um, that put him out of uh, commission but anyway that that uh, would make sense because he he really didn't feature that prominently in a lot of the things. This was definitely the least Johnny we've seen in a jackass yeah. type thing in, rel- in relativity to the other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he might have just been out of commission for a lot of the filming, which would definitely make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to jump too far ahead or anything either, but I do feel like um, this might be something we dig into later. But uh, a lot of stuff must have gotten cut because Bam's involvement uh, in the film and the way that went where he left. I'm sure they probably had some more stuff filmed that they couldn't use. And I was actually mm. talking to my brother oh, about that when we true. left. Like he felt like this is his opinion, but he felt the movie was lacking in some ways. Um, he wasn't overly impressed with it. Like he had a good time, but that was one thing I, he mentioned I agree with that. Where it was like, I agree, you know, yeah. And I, I kind of wondered like, well, maybe, yeah, maybe because, you know, you take COVID and then you take the, the shit with Bam, like the production was a little rocky in spots. Maybe they had yeah. to kind of be like, okay, shit, we need to come up with new stuff quick that we can do that isn't A, in public and B, doesn't have Bam in it. And like, what can we do? So I feel like some of the stunts you can tell they were kind of just like quickly put together, still fun, but uh, not maybe as well thought out as previous movies in, in some respects. Yeah. 
Jay, to that point, you know what I'm thinking? Because I, like I just mentioned, there was definitely a lot less Johnny. But if we think back to the other movies, how often were Johnny and Bam paired together as the two kind of front runners? Yeah. So maybe, like you're saying, oh, cutting true. a lot of the Bam stuff also cut a lot of the Johnny stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I wonder how much they actually did. You know, like if we'll ever get yeah. uh, Jackass Forever point five or whatever, and we'll get to see that shit if they smooth things out. I don't know, but it'd be oh, cool be if awesome. that exists. You know? I bet you it does. Ooh, you just got me so excited, Jay. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we should probably move back into it. So yep. uh, one more, since we're still on the topic of the old cast, there's a few things I wanted to mention. Uh, PTSD soldier Dave England. Holy shit. <laughs> we talk about guys looking older. If you There's a couple shots Dude. in the movie of close-ups of Dave. And he looks to to me, in my opinion, like the most haggard out of all of them. And I don't I know if that's just from Jackass or just that's just how he ages. But um, one thing I got to mention with him is like, yeah, you can tell there's points in the movie where he's severely and Danger Aaron too, but severely fucked up from what's happening to him. Because one of the things <laughs> Knoxville mentioned um, in the in the in the post credit sequence is that they had to prank the cast members more because they couldn't do things in public. So that's kind of where the movie ended up going. They were fucking with each other all the time. And there's points in this movie where like, I wonder if those guys are even going to be able to like sleep normally from now on, have intimate relationships where people, you know, with close contact and touch and stuff, Dude. because they're so fucked up that. Especially Dave England. Oh, I would Especially not want to be Dave on that Englund. set. <laughs> he was in a because... constant state of like perpetual crying. Like yeah. he, his voice turned yeah. into a crying voice the whole movie. I know. So, he didn't have a normal voice and he was just like. And guys, I, uh, like, you know, he kind of had that whimpering voice throughout yeah, the whole yeah. thing, which was absolutely. I call that I call that the sucky voice because uh, if you remember the the, the fire hose rodeo after he gets off, he says, "Oh, he, that was so sucky." <laughs> so it's that you know voice. How, Love it. That's you know exactly. Always, it. You know how there's always like uh, uh, in in a movie where there's like something bad happening to a group of people. There's always the one character that's been there before, and and it just like no, like isn't happy about being there the second time, but like knows the system is like the vet. Like Dave England is like that. Like the Silence of the Lambs sketch, which maybe could we take a little bit of a second to talk about the Silence that's of the, the Lambs that's one? The highlight of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah for it's, sure. it's it's one of the highlights. Break it down. And, like and, what happens in it, just so that so you know. in Silence of the Lambs, basically, uh, uh, there started. You got everyone from or everyone who's taking part in in a room, and they're introduced to uh, a snake, and the snake goes into a jar, and then the doors close. They've separated everyone from Jackass out into like groups of two. Groups of two yeah. Dave England's group to me is is the funniest oh, one. It's the best. Uh, but you also you also have uh, you also have uh, Zach Holmes in one. His is pretty good as well. The lights go off completely, and they start to just play pranks. There's people in the room, and they're like touching them without them knowing. They're smacking them in the heads. They're like banging pots and pans, and it must be so dark that they literally can't see anything. But as soon as the lights go off, actually before the lights go off, Dave Anglin knows something's up. Like he's he's been there before. Yeah. And as soon yeah. as the, as soon as the lights go, like you, no, look, he finds Dave a door. Ang Someone finds a door. Mikey, no, Danger a Aaron. Danger yeah. Aaron finds a door. But even before the door yeah, closes yeah. and the lights go off, he's like, "Why are we in here? Why did they? Why is there only like two of us? Yeah, he says exactly, that. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But yeah. the funniest part of that is is they they this is the the typical jackass thing of layering a prank on a prank. Like I'm thinking about when they dumped bees in the limo. Uh, when they yeah. when everyone was stuck in the limo. Right. Speaking of 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 Dave England being in there, so he, he pissed himself. He was so scared. And then outside of the limo, they put marbles so that when they escape the limo, they're all going to fall. Right. And, and then they had drones with paintballs too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or they shot them with paintballs. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. This this one had a similar vibe where there's a door that that the people in the room are supposed to find, thinking they found a way out, and it leads to another room with like frying pans hanging from the ceiling oh, and mouse traps, so and they're hitting man. everything. 
And the best part about it is you got Danger Aaron, who's like, Dave, I found a door. I found a door. It's this way. It's this way. And Dave immediately is like, yeah, oh, there's just going to be an unlocked door. Yeah, good shit. Like, you, he knows. He fucking knows. He the called funny part it. about that is in oh, any other circumstance, brilliant. if someone did that, you'd be like, you're just being paranoid. You're over the top. Yes. But when he yes. did that, as an audience member, I'm like, he's probably fucking right, isn't he? Yeah. A hundred percent. I can't believe Danger Aaron was even fooled by that. It's hilarious, though, because he gets what's coming to him. He walks out into the into the room and just bam frying pan to the head hanging from the ceiling and i swear when that <laughs> happened the whole audience in the theater just erupted everybody thought that was, that was just, one of the best moments because like you know they're gonna fuck with them when they find that door but you're just waiting to see what it is and then they cut over and he just walks into this fucking cast because we're pan. watching all this with like uh, night vision which is awesome and here's yeah, another yeah. just a, a real great. nice addition to to jackass is the cameras have gotten so much better like i think back to jackass season yeah. one when they're doing like a prank inside a chinese food restaurant where they have like a piece of shit and they put the shit in the food and they try to get the restaurant owners to be like oh i can't believe we gave you this whatever and they're wearing glasses that look like a fucking camcorder like and the and it's grainy it's like it's like it was filmed on a sony ericsson like the quality is shit now you get like quality video in night vision so you get to see everything that's going on just like a nice yeah. added touch the, yeah. the best part what well, not the best part but i just love how they just took the time to throw pontius in there in a dress just dancing around <laughs> like he didn't do any pranks he wasn't freaking anybody out he was just there to be creepy and just goofy and have a well good he was time, doing you know? his oh, buffalo bill he yeah, was doing yeah, his yeah. buffalo bill yeah, oh nuts, that's nuts what tuck. it's called yeah. silence of the lambs i couldn't yeah. figure that out the whole time i was kind of wondering oh. what is pontius's role in this because he he didn't really do anything but he just looked hilarious standing there and i feel like the the sketch gets extra points just because he's standing there the whole time in the exactly. with his nuts and dick tucked between his and i think hands. i think maybe apart from apart from dave being just like impressive with how much he predicts what's going on and having the line of the sketch where he's just like where they're like you gotta leave dave you gotta come through this room and he's like no i'm gonna i'll start a new life in here like i'm gonna stay here forever <laughs> which was hilarious the oh, star yeah. of this one i think apart from him is uh is zach zach was so funny like they legitimately convinced him that he got bit by the snake and that it was poisonous and they're like shit someone get the lights on someone get the lights on and he's like it feels like he's having a heart attack like he's losing his mind which was it's always good when you know that their adrenaline has taken them so far that they think they're gonna die and you know that they're not like you as as the person on the other side of it but it's always funny apparently i like this to see when someone thinks they're gonna die is that what is that what i'm getting out of this actually i guess so yeah i I loved poopies is just his commentary and his reactions like this is his first big jackass moment you could tell maybe like i know he was on shark week doing other things like that but i mean with the jackass vibes and the pranks all the new guys you could see that they were rookies versus someone exactly like dave england (laughs) who knew there was more to this thing the other guys are just so desperate and frantic to get the fuck out of there they aren't thinking this is exactly when those pranks come into place but just poopy's just saying they're just so genuinely scared just making stupid comments was fucking hilarious to me yeah Yeah. and there's a great contrast here between you have a group of two with uh i believe it's zach holmes and is it poopies together i think it's poopies and zach together yeah their their group is a great contrast between dave and aaron where you have the vets who know okay can't do this can't do that because something's gonna pop out of here i'm gonna fucking walk into a mouse trap here and these other guys are just clueless and they they know they're gonna get fucked with but they don't know how like they don't have the nervous ticks that these others two do. So I thought that was really interesting because you get to a point where Zach makes it to the second room and he like crawls over this bed oh. of tacks and mouse traps because he thinks the exit's on the other side. And uh, he ends up breaking the table and he's just like covered in mouse traps hanging off of him. I thought that was like 
that's such a rookie thing. I'm just so confused. I don't know what the fuck to do. It's probably better to just stay still. No, I'm going to persevere and get out of this escape room by any means necessary. Um, and then you and, have and then you have Dave England who like has convinced me he would beat the movie Saw. Like Jigsaw wouldn't be able to trick him. Yeah, Dave England like, would fight I'm not participating. <laughs> he's just I'm going to stay in this room forever. I love that line. You already mentioned it. Yeah. But that's just so brilliant. Like he's so shooken up he's like i ain't coming out of here fuck you guys um exactly so speaking of the new guys though zach holmes and uh and poopies and everybody i think uh, we got to talk a bit about them for a second i want to transition in and just kind of you know talk about the 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 fresh blood here and uh, i have a list in front of me um because you know it's kind of hard to remember these things off of uh, top of my head i'm assuming is sean uh is it mcgurney mcgurney is that how you pronounce the name is that poopies the, it's Sean Sean McKierney or McKierney is uh, is poopies. The, poopies. I think I think the the most notable new additions would be Rachel Wolfson, Rachel who, Wolfson. who's in a few a few uh, sketches. I think she's great. Um, Eric Andre, I I think he's, he's in a writing not, capacity, nah, but he's not he's a new member of it. Out. Yeah, there's but I, think I know there's only the, four official new me- or five official new members, and that's that's Jasper. <laughs> Poopies, Rachel yep. Wolfson, Zach, Zach and the other guy. I can't. The British possibly, guy uh, yeah. Eric Minaka. Eric yeah, Minaka is yeah. the British guy. Um, but he he didn't really show very prevalently prevalently. So it in, might in just this be movie. before then. Yeah. Um, so there you uh, go. Do you guys have a favorite? Do you guys have a favorite of, of the new guys? Def- and, definitely and poopies. For sure. Definitely yeah, poopies. I knew Chris fair. would say that. Uh, but as a second a second sort of question is, did you guys have any trepidation towards accepting new Jackass members, or were you excited for the no, idea? No, man, not at all. I was like surprised at how little resistance I had to that. And I think what they did, I have, don't have proof of this, but it seems like they just did a bunch of interviews, like send in your video and we'll interview you if we like your shit. And they just found people who love Jackass. Like you can tell these aren't like stunt professionals. These are people like us who just grew up watching it and are like, fuck it. I'm going to try to get on that show. And they did. And it's awesome. I love it. Well, that guy, Zach, Zach Holmes, I've known about him. I followed him on Instagram for like a decade, literally. He's been a YouTube guy just doing stunts, basically trying to get to be a part of Jackass. He filmed a stunt. He's in this movie. He did it where he jumped into the uh, the what are, not porcupines. What are they called? The uh, cactuses. cactuses. So he actually had, went with Steve-O before, and this is his first time getting a chance to meet Steve-O, and he jumped into way more, and it was the most gnarly thing. Go onto his Instagram page or look it up. It the, He had to have surgery. It was one of the most brutal things wow. I've ever seen. And after that, <laughs> Steve-O actually dubbed him Zackass, and he kind uh. of became an unofficially official Jackass member on the sideline. So to see him actually be doctrined into it in the actual movie was nice because he was really working hard at this for a long time. Okay, cool. Um, I don't... Yeah, that, that's a good little backstory. But yeah, if you look into yeah, him, if you're if you're out there listening, kids, just know hard work pays off. That's to say, <laughs> if you jump into cactuses a bunch online and debase yourself on the internet, maybe someday you'll get to do so on the big screen. Don't give well, up on your dreams, kids. And, and Jasper Dolphin was part of um, um, Tyler the Creator had a at Odd, Odd Future. Future. They had a group, yep. but they also had a TV show. It was a prank reality show called Loiter Squad. It's actually yeah. not reality sketch comedy. So he was already in that type of role doing sketch comedy and things like that. I didn't expect him to be someone that would take physical punishment. So I was a little hesitant about okay. yeah, his yeah. enrollment, but he actually, he did. Like it was a seamless transition. They picked the right people and they dubbed the movie Jackass forever for a reason. If these guys, these guys are kind of passing along the torch and now we know that we're going to, hopefully those guys get older and pass the torch and Jackass isn't just one 
isolated phenomenon. It's something that we always have for the rest of time. So that's what I'm hoping for. I love for. that. That that was great. It was it was basically saying like it was honestly it was kind of like the like after watching Avengers Endgame. It's like, no, but I love all these heroes. I want to see more of these heroes. And they're like, don't worry. There there's a passing of the torch. We're going to be able to write these movies forever. It's nice to know that this property of Jackass is now going to continue on and that it's not inherently related to the original founding members yeah. that it's going to continue in the same way to like Saturday Night Live. Like there are just going to be new crews and new people joining in. I like that fluidity of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and fuck, I'm glad, Chris, you did your research on that because that was really cool to hear. I didn't actually know some of the backgrounds of these guys. And and uh, yeah, just at the core of it, it does really feel like they're just fans at heart. And I think that's really endearing. And as an audience member, you totally accept these people just because like they love it as much as you do. And that that's cool. They're not pretentious about it. Not like uh, fucking Machine Gun Kelly over there, dude. He got a boo. He got a boo in our in our yeah. uh, our our theater when he showed up. Everyone's but do, like, do you boo. know why that is, Mikey? Do no, you know why I, that is? You haven't heard about he, what's going on in the news he with him? Fucking complained about the temperature of the water when he fell in the yeah, pool. Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, it goes. It's, it's, that is nothing. So this old article came out from like when he was like twenty three years old or something, and he was talking about one of the Kardashian girls, uh, whatever, uh, Kendall Jenner or whatever, and she was like. 16 at the time and he's like i wouldn't wait till she's 18 to fuck her i'm gonna Whoa. fucking fuck her and do all like if you read the article and that just came out like two weeks ago so that's hot on the press so when he came out in this movie people were probably like ooh, like it was a really aggressive article i, I bet you eminem leaked that article eminem didn't like that that in order to avoid his beef with eminem machine gun kelly turned to emo music and married megan fox and was like kind of having a resurgence in popular culture and media and then eminem probably just like floated that, that article being like hey he's a scumbag i'm coming for you oh man but overall new cast i'm, I'm all for him it was interesting and very progressive of them, of course, to have a female cast me- member official because that's something they didn't have before, really. Like, you might have had. I thought Rachel was great, too. Rachel did mm-hmm. a Rachel was, awesome was job. fantastic. She's a badass. The first time you see her do like a real big stunt is when she licks a taser. And oh, I'm like, just thinking. Hell. And the, the, here's the conceit. So, just to break it down and refresh your memories, that everyone's dressed up as mimes. It's Steve-O, Rachel, and Poopies. <laughs> and you have to do a painful thing, but you can't make any noise. And she just fucking puts her tongue right in there. She licks it twice. I'm sure she didn't even have to fucking do it. She does. No noise. I was impressed by that. Way to mm-hmm. debut. Um, Poopies in you know there what? was this great is, as well, though. This is a good kind of like add-on to what we were talking about, because we talked about some of the our impressions of the older cast and the newer cast. And this was a... a one of the first ones where it's almost like a competition between the older and the new it's poopies rachel and steve-o and it kind of bummed me out that steve-o lost this one his thing was that yeah. he had to put his shins in a guillotine skateboard and a skateboard yeah. fell down onto his shins which looks awful but he he yeah. he, he lost the quiet game he screamed he did. and i was like fuck like you want them to i was hoping that he was gonna win this one and be like you 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 kids like you can't yeah, hit whatever yeah. But he lost, and I guess it just goes to show, you know, we're, we're dealing with some some serious yeah. talent in these, uh, oh, in these new stars. I love Steve-O's reaction. And, like, before they drop the uh, skateboard, <laughs> he gives this look to the camera that's just, like, the most uh, beautiful thing ever. Like, he's just, like, fucking terrified, but he's still all in on it. And uh, his, his like, um, constrained scream, he lets it out for a second, then remembers, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to be making noise. And just exactly stop, the pain stop. the pain is so much that he it's forgot beautiful. what the point of the game was yeah, yeah yeah oh man great great times um I, i'm really happy to just see this whole crew together as a whole old and new and it's like chris you said already they want to pass that torch and that's why it's called jackass forever i do hope that if there is ever a chance that they do something like this again a tv show another movie whatever it is 
we'll still see the old guys popping in, but even if it was mostly the new crew doing stunts, the big stunts, I would be okay with that. That's this movie has sold me on that idea. Yeah. And I think well, that's what they're what? going for. And I think it's like, I kind of touched on it. I just want to say one, I want another thought popped into my mind. If they, that's new, that's new. That's, that's new for you. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> if, if they didn't do it the way that they did by having the old cast still in a prominent role and kind of introducing the new guys, it, this would be subject to like the new rebooting trend later on with new people. Like if they just stopped doing jackass and then later on they're like, Hey, let's do a new jackass with new people. It wouldn't have worked. It needed yeah. to be. The, the, the passing the torch. You need to have the initiation from the old guys. And yeah. then this, that's, that I think is why it worked so well. Yeah, you even have yeah. a moment in, I think it's in the end credits where uh, Pontius was singing a song to the, I can't remember what the stunt was, but he's basically saying like, we've paid our dues, now it's time for you guys oh, to step yeah. up so we can just sit here and laugh at you. Like, I can't remember exactly how he <laughs> yeah. said it, but he's I was singing like, about that's great. Uh, Zach ass before he jumps in the cactus. Right. And uh, right. Oh, that's I thought that was so fucking Pontius. Like he's just he's always there being the clown, keeping everybody's spirits up. And I love that even though Pontius didn't have a lot of like stunts. And I was honestly yeah. disappointed that there was no party boy in this movie. That was one I miss know. for me. It's just having him there doing the commentary that he does and playing his characters was it, it made the movie like it made the spaces in between stunts sweeter because he was always there to say something funny or do something funny. For sure. And uh, really pull you into that like behind the scenes kind of environment, which this movie had a lot of. You guys noticed that? It felt like other Jackass movies, it's like stunt to stunt to stunt. This one felt like you were just hanging out with them and they showed a lot of what was going on which uh, I think is a great point, and I think yeah. that's on purpose because oh, it, yeah. it felt like this movie was a movie about the making of this movie, and that's the bet because that's all we want. That's I just a good want point. like, what do you like about Jackass? And we talk about this all the time. Our favorite stunts are like the paper cuts or the mm-hmm. uh, the massage uh, uh, or the, the the muscle muscle stimulator, right. the the butt chug. It just feels yeah. like it feels like the group just got together and they're like, hey, here's something funny, and you're a fly on the wall in the room as this stuff's going on. And you're right, Jay. They did such a good job of that. Like the number of times they'll cut to a scene where there's someone's about to get pranked and it's always steve going to the bathroom which is hilarious he gets he gets a soccer ball to the fucking head which is amazing he gets exploded in in a porta oh, body. Yeah. and uh, those scenes good. are basically like it's just behind the scenes they're doing like a scene read or or like or getting the crew together and then something happens and you're like it's like you took part in the prank and and i think they do lean on that for that reason that's what we want we want one more chance to hang out with the crew Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it really did felt, feel like that in a lot of ways, like you said, you know. I like that concept of the making of a jackass movie. It In a, in a way, I hope they keep doing more of that if there's going to be more stuff in the future because yeah. it, it, it really does – that's a great way to capture the – energy of this group uh i think we are getting to a point now where we should probably talk about some of our favorite moments and just kind of check out some of the stunts and 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 things that we really liked about this and just kind of you know have some laughs together Uh, i gotta say the one last point on just kind of like the movie as a whole package and the fact that this is it is kind of like in the age of remakes that's kind of almost what this is it's it's playing off your nostalgia i mean for example this released pretty close to the same time as the Matrix Resurrections. And it's funny to think that Jackass and the original Matrix were actually movies released around the same time in the same era. And here we oh, are, interesting. Yeah. all these years later, getting two uh, reboots of dude. You're missing. Series. You're missing one. There's also Spider Man, oh, which fuck, is like right. all of this shit, shit, like Spider Man, uh, uh, No Way Home. It's like a similar kind of concept where this. 
I, I think I think what's happening is movie studios are realizing that people who loved things from the early 2000s now have money to spend yeah. and want oh, yeah, to revisit their nostalgia. So we're being marketed to directly, which is kind of a nice feeling. Bro, like, bunch, yeah, give, me what, give me what I want. <laughs> yeah. But listen, one thing I got to say is that going to this movie as opposed to going to The Matrix, when I went to The Matrix, I'm a huge fan of that series, by the way. I walked out of there thinking, oh, that was good, right? Yeah, it was good. Mm. It was good. And then as the weeks went on, I just realized, no, that was a fucking train wreck, and I did not like that movie. Oh, and I, I liked, oh, I liked I the Matrix. The Matrix. I liked it a lot. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, guys. I just, it didn't feel like a Matrix movie to me, and that's a whole other discussion. But I think with this one, I didn't have any doubts when I walked out of there. I was like, fuck yeah, that was good. It maybe wasn't as big and as grand as some of the previous Jackass movies, but goddamn, it was a good time, and I'm. I'm so stoked on this. Let's talk now about some of the the big stunts. Who uh, who wants to jump in with one? Anyone got any? I, I want to jump in. I want to jump in quickly with something that I did not expect because okay. it yeah. turns out the most. It wasn't even the funniest uh, uh, sketch stunt, but it was definitely the most dangerous one. Was such an unassuming stunt, which is the marching band one which fucking annihilated half of yeah. the people who took part in it. You got two concussions come. Basically, it's just guys dressed up, oh, the, the jackass crew dressed up as the treadmill on the treadmill. Oh, They're dressed up as a marching saying, band yeah, yeah. and they walk across a treadmill that's going at full speed, which feels like it's an advertisement for whatever the, the, the brand of this treadmill was tough something because it's like literally front and center in the screen. There were a couple moments of this where they're clearly trying to sell something like the Steve-O's skateboard one. He's selling decks when that when the skateboard guillotine comes down on his shins. It's like front and center of the deck that he ended up selling. Anyway, this one was was so dangerous apparently that everyone it, it shot off of the the treadmill landed basically on their heads steve-o was concussed knoxville was concussed but the i think yeah. one of the things that really spoke to me about this one was that johnny knoxville one of the things we love about him is even when he's he's concussed or in pain or can't handle it he still finds a way to turn on the charm and he did that in this as well he knows how to be a fucking champ even when he's concussed He's, he's talking to the camera and he's, he's clearly super loopy, but he's trying to like add to the stunt as opposed to just being like, get me to the fucking hospital. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about what I think was the standalone sketch, like not the standalone sketch, but the biggest one was the silence of the lambs. So yeah. I'm going to go into this more of like small little, there's like one or two things. I really liked uh, Dark Shark, who is Jasper's dad with the, tra- yeah, yeah. the tarantula oh, standoff. Because yeah. his, he's just so scared. You could tell he's a hardened man. You know what I mean? They yeah. say he's an ex-criminal. <laughs> he's been to jail for a bunch of times. But he doesn't like bugs. And he's just... He, he's how I would react around a snake. I just would give up. Like I just, I'm like, just kill me now. It's not worth it at this moment. <laughs> so that just utter just like just failure and his body just shutting down yeah, was yeah, absolutely yeah. hilarious. And to oh see the Sarcophilus Satanicus boys again back at it with Wee Man getting his dick bit by a fucking vulture was oh, absolutely yeah, hilarious. Oh yeah, the raw meat and the... I love when Wee Man comes out, they're in this graveyard setting and he lays down and he's just got, like... For a, about a 30 seconds, no one questions why he's got this erection going on until someone says, yeah. is, is that you, Wee Man? He's like, that's all me. And then Knoxville doesn't believe him so he comes over and he rubs it and he's like, that is him. And it's like... <laughs> Oh man, that was just like so well, you know what's funny, funny about about I'll say this about the Wee Man uh, Vulture one, and then yeah. and then I, I do have something I want to talk about with with Dark Shark and the and the and the the, the uh, tarantula, but with Wee Man putting the the meat all over him and having a vulture eat from him, 
Steve-O did this yep. in Wild Boys, this exact thing, and right. fucking couldn't do it. He hated it. And it wasn't even as bad. It was like around, like, they put it and in And I don't even Wee think Man's the bird was sack. as big. It wasn't a big vulture. It was a different kind right. of, like, this was way sketchier. And Wee Man really sketchier. stepped up. It was, it was really impressive. And then, great, like... Jeff had a lot. Jeff Tremaine, uh, the director of of, of Jackass and, and a producer, has always had these good like stand in moments from like behind the camera. And this one's so funny when Wee Man's like, get me out, Jeff. Like he turns to Jeff. He's like, get me out. I can't do this. Get me out of here. And Jeff, Jeff says, well, we can't because the bird's there. <laughs> that's, that's the point but jeff's like no we sorry we man i'm i'm not gonna take a risk with myself and the bird you're gonna have to deal with this and they get him mad at me we man did you kick that bird oh i swear i didn't kick the bird <laughs> and he's like man someone get me the fuck out of here right now hilarious that's yeah. so spot on for the i i want to mention though with the spider and with dark shark this one surprised me and i loved it as well uh but the thing that surprised me about it was i've never seen the jackass crew more scared of anything in my life then they were scared of Dark Shark. <laughs> they were fucking petrified of this oh, guy. Oh yeah, he's an ex-con like, man. He's he's a he's tough, an ex- tough guy. They were like all like like coddling him just about because he was losing his mind with with the the spider so much so that 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 Aaron won the 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 game, which is basically to see like who the spider goes and touches. Uh, and they just still said he lost. They're like, we're not putting this guy through yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. He scares the shit out of us. And, <laughs> and good on him. Holy shit, guys! There's one thing that I can't believe we haven't talked about yet. So I'm bringing it up right fucking now. Uh, I don't know what I have done. I don't know how I willed this into existence. That which should not exist. Go back about 10, I don't know, 10, 15 episodes. It's somewhere in our podcast history. Tori Belici, former Mythbuster, holding a blowtorch up to (laughs) Steve-O's puckered butthole underwater. What is happening? Did I really predict that there would be a Mythbusters jackass crossover? I didn't mean to fucking do that, but I just was watching the movie and suddenly I'm like, I recognize this motherfucker. Holy shit. And I couldn't believe it. And the thing I love about Tori Belici being there is that he's totally just the same. He is like presentation wise is on Mythbusters. Like he's not just like, Hey, I'm on jackass. I'm just going to fool around be myself. He's very professional. He's very like, he's in it for the science. That's why this man is here. He, he loves science. He's takes science very seriously. And here he is fucking blowtorching Steve-O's asshole (laughs) underwater to light a fart on fire. I, I like, this was a moment where I just like, couldn't believe this was happening. It just seemed too weird given the history of our podcast and all the jokes we've made about fucking Mythbusters on here. It's so true. So weird. It was, it was amazing. And they, they, you get a real moment of surprise in this one because they're basically trying to, they, the, the premise of this one's great where it's like, we've been trying to light an underwater fart for the, since the history of Jackass. And finally we're going to do, we're going to get the fucking Mythbuster to do it. And isn't that Uh, what Jackass is done so often? They have a concept, they try it out. And yes. you'll see, even I see at the end of the movie, they do a montage of these better versions of these initial pranks that they do. And right. it's always trying to figure it out. So continue, Mikey. But yeah, yeah, no. So it was great to see him there. And, and I think you're right, Jay. This wouldn't have been as good if he tried to be funny. Because when, whenever yeah. they have cameos, it's I never find it lands as well when the person's trying to be funny along with them. Like even PK Subban almost leaned into it a little bit too much of like yeah. he's in on the joke. Francis Ngannou was a fucking terrifying. We're talking about the oh nut shots God. on Danger Aaron. Yeah. Um, oh, um, God. But these these like those moments, it works so much better when the person comes and tries to be the expert. I think as well about like Wild Boys when you had that fucking the the porcupine fucker from that one episode who clearly wants to sleep with porcupines trying to make jokes and joke along with them. And it's like, no, no, you have to play the straight man. Let the jackass people be funny. You do your own thing. And they actually they get the result. The whole fucking rig explodes on Steve-O, which was insane. Oh, my God. 
So many, so many moments here. Uh, it's hard to pick through all of them, but you did just mention the cup test, which was Aaron McGahee getting oh, punched in the nuts and all sorts of stuff. Let's talk about this for a minute because I feel like the subtitle for this fucking movie could have just been like Jackass Forever, Aaron McGahee's dick no longer works because <laughs> like, holy shit, this guy's penis takes, and and his testes, they take- And his balls. A fucking beating. And it's not just in one stunt. It's the whole fucking movie. There's multiple beatings to his package. And it's like- I don't know why he agreed to do so many of these. Like, let's talk about the fucking cup test. So this goes back to Jackass, the first season of the show. They're showing off Johnny Knoxville getting kicked in the nuts by the uh, little kids wearing the cup. They're taking this to a whole new level. We've got, as you already mentioned, P.K. Subban, professional hockey player, uh, the MMA yep. fighter, and you've also got a softball pitcher. And they're all just aiming Which for his balls. And it, it's like yeah. the fact that... I thought it was going to end after the MMA punch, which is scary. That was fucking scary. They said that guy punched like at the same speed as a, like a, like same amount of force as a Ford Escalade going like a hundred or something ridiculous. He dented the cup. Remember they show at the end of the movie, he dented the cup. No, that was, that was, uh, that was PK Subban's. That was PK Subban's. But But the fact that it just kept going, there was the punch, the softball, the it was like wow. This, which I can't one? Which it. one would you guys want to do the least? Oh, we didn't even like, mention. Would you be the one you're we most didn't even mention Dave of. England on the pogo stick as the finale. Yes. yes. So, well, so if if you asked me before going into it, which one I'd want to do the least, I would probably say the punch from Nganu. Yeah. But in yeah. terms of results, the pogo because oh, I wouldn't man. have thought about it sliding and clips, yeah. moving it out and clipping the fucking nuts at the end. Bloody that was nuts. the worst one. Bloody nuts, man. Did you see Dave Anglin's reaction before he saw the results? When he when he landed the pogo stick, he immediately looked to the camera like, "Guys, I fucked up. This was bad." Like he knew he knew mm-hmm. something went yeah. wrong, and it was didn't I think uh 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 did did uh what's his name end up vomiting the cameraman? Uh, why can't I think of the cameraman's name? Uh, uh, not not Cossack. Not Cossack. Uh, no, it's uh Glenn. No, no, no. You guys keep talking. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, it'll, it'll come to me. But, but he, I think he threw up because like Aaron's balls are bleeding, which is fucking disgusting. Oh, it's so scary to see. Oh, you know what was funny? Speaking of that, the, the concept of I never saw a flat penis, but when they made the ping pong, oh battle, my god, oh the my god, yeah. <laughs> the fact that Pontius even says, you know, it doesn't really even hurt. Actually, like I was expecting him to be screaming, but he's just like, no, it doesn't hurt. And like he's, they've got that squished down to like the thickness of like I don't know, ten sheets of paper or something. It's not like it's, it's like when you, when you're a kid and you preserve leaves and books. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> laminated. Oh God. Yeah, the, uh, the, I I do want. I don't think we uh, before we move on from from all of uh, uh, Danger Aaron's nut shots. The the shot of the softball pitcher throwing the the ball hitting him turning around and saying let's fucking go as the camera kind of follows her back and still keeps him in the background it's fucking art like we talk about how much better at just filmmaking the jackass crew got probably thanks to uh to jeff tremaine yeah but that's like what a great shot it aesthetically was perfect and the timing was perfect i was like man they just they they got so good at doing this and it's so good to see the fruits of their labor because man when, remember we went back to watch season one of jackass and it was not what we remembered jackass being yeah exactly a uh, man i there's so many good uh you're right like shots and consideration into what they're doing uh when it counts like um 
the, here's a here's a good one. Um, speaking of shots that I really liked in this film is when they fake interview Dave England, and this is right coming off of the electric dance oh, floor. Right. He's wearing a tuxedo. He looks like his hair's all messed up. He's obviously like been sweating and stressed out. He does not look in any shape to do a, you know, movie trailer type interview. But here he is. They got him sitting on the set, and they're asking him these questions. Now we got that little interstitial before where they uh, Knox, Knoxville's at the farm, and he's like, "We have six gallons of pig." Cum. And uh, <laughs> I want to talk about that and, and Pontius's involvement in a second. But um, when the cum comes down, the cum comes uh, from the ceiling and Dave England's sitting there, we get a slow motion shot. And I love when Tremaine's telling everyone, look, 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 wait, wait, wait for it. And I, one <laughs> small drop, like this is six gallons and just one small drop comes up, like deflected <laughs> off the chair right into his mouth. I, that was... So fucking funny. <laughs> it was so good. The whole and the crew fact that he that. caught that was. I I excellent. wonder. Like honestly, this is a question that I would love the answer to. What was the pig cum budget on this movie? Because they go through a lot of it, and you got to get it from somewhere. Who do you go to? Why do they have that much? Yeah. How long did it take them to get it? And what did they have to pay? Well, clearly, where's they, all this pig cum coming from? Clearly, they bought too much because it was making appearances in other segments Jay, as well. Jay, so, Jay, you overdue. can never buy too much pig cum. That's not true. How dare you? <laughs> That's not true. I mean, a man can only take so much. Just look at Chris Pontius, who, which I love when they point the camera at him and no one has to say anything. He just starts smiling in the whole theater. The people who know are laughing. Because this is the guy mm-hmm. who drank the horse cum, and he just says, why are you looking at me? And immediately picks up that bottle and takes a swig. I just thought, <laughs> what a legend. Like, after how... And he <laughs> dropped his famous line, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's semen, all right. That's semen, all right. And I just love that, like, after we talked about it in our Jackass uh, Part 2 movie review, where he looks so ashamed of himself, like, I, <laughs> immediately after drinking it, like, he's thinking, I'm never doing that again. That was that was terrible. I don't want my family to see this. And then here he is in Jackass Forever, just like, you know what? Fuck it. Am I <laughs> reclaiming the moment, man? Might as well he's just try this it. one, it too. Great. Yeah, what if I got to lose? And I, I loved it. It was funny. That was another thing where, like, the kids behind us were, anytime cum or dicks came up, that was, like, a big deal to them. And the, for the first one being, like, just Steve-O's fucking dick hanging out in the beekeeper episode, or, or stunt. Oh, yeah. And and at one point, the kid behind us says, because basically the whole premise of that stunt is they cover Steve-O's dick with bees, and uh, obviously he gets stung a, a couple times on the nutsack, which would be awful. But the kid behind us goes, what kind of porn is this? And I turned around to him and I said, the only kind I can come to. And I think that kind of established <laughs> the relationship between those kids behind us and, and ourselves. And yeah, it was we, just we, a great I time. I felt like we on. gave him that, that opportunity. Like, don't worry, it's okay to laugh at yes. this shit type thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. By the end of it, they were so much more on board too. You oh, can tell, like they just eased up. But they, like you said at the beginning, they were kind of feeling each other out. Like, are we allowed to? Is it? Are you going to make fun of me if I laugh at this or this or that? And then yes. they just fully embraced it by the end. Man, I have yeah, a good exactly. relationship start. I have a hard time even comprehending how you could go to this and not find this stuff funny or like question it. But I guess you know we grew up in the time where people just it went from not doing this stuff on TV to all of a sudden it was everywhere. And yeah, ask our parents. Our yeah. parents never got it and probably no. what never will. Right? So I think I now mean, we talk, with, it, it, sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's convenient that that we're talking about the pig. It's always convenient to be talking about PigCom, <laughs> obviously. But always. we're talking about PigCom at, at, and the inability to find something funny. If you remember, Chris had the story. We saw Jackass 2 in theaters with our dad. And when he saw the guy drink, when he saw Pontius drinking cum, it was this moment of like, I don't understand what my kids are doing. Why is this happening? And <laughs> yeah. he finally broke, though, when he said, that's seeming all right. Because that's just, that. what, what a great line. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, like you can see way weirder shit now, though, I think is the thing too. like, you know, you talk about like the only kind of porn Mikey can come to. I mean, you go through your search history. I'm sure we'd find a lot more disturbing things than we would find in Jackass forever. It's perspective. It's all perspective. I'd appreciate if you didn't yuck on my yum, but okay. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be doing that. Let's dick move. But listen, man, I, I, I have a hard time. Is it like, because kids now have seen so much weird shit that this is like they're confused as to why other people find this so funny from our generation or is it a thing of like is it oversaturation or is it just because we're they're out of touch with like you know it's no, just a it bunch of old like, people I, doing that's a good point shit. where it's what like it? it's like why is this why is this the whole movie we get this as jokes and like everything we see but it did feel like the kids behind us at least and some other people in the theater were more questioning like what the fuck am i looking at so it wasn't an oversaturation it was like i've never seen anything like this yeah, yeah, like yeah. dick humor in this way i don't think we get dick humor like you get it in jackass as much as uh, as you do you you don't get it as much today as you did back in the day and half of that was because jackass existed that was what dick humor was like, at the yeah time. that's a good point i feel like dicks have always been funny so i don't know maybe i'm just weird <laughs> like that this whole thing fascinates me the gap between the generations it's weird to be going to a jackass movie like so late in their career but like i said i'm, I'm glad they're still doing it uh there's got to be a couple more stunts we can drop in here before we get close yeah. to wrapping up. I, I want to mention um, that one of the funniest things that I saw sure. in the whole movie was, and this was another, like we talk about how we love uh, uh, little dioramas, like little little miniatures. Right. Uh, Preston Lacey's ball punch was oh, like, oh, yeah. so fucking Dang. funny. You got like that massager kind of thing where it's like shooting like uh, very rapidly, like with two heads and they put little, little punching, like a uh, boxing gloves on them. So that as you hold the button, it looks like the hands are punching really fast. And the instead of a bag. speed bag oh at the top God. of the roof, it's Preston Lacey's balls hanging out and they get hurt so bad that they try to get a second shot. Jeff just arbitrarily tells him they need a second shot. And Preston Lacey's like, all right, I guess he needs it. He's the director. What do I know? And his, you know what? Like if you get hit in the nuts, your nuts like recede into you. He like couldn't put his nuts back through the hole because he wasn't getting that elasticity to yeah. like let them hang again. It was, but oh. that shot in slow motion of his balls getting pounded was just again art. It's art is what we're looking at. <laughs> that actually is. That's so funny. Like I just I, this. I always thought about like that speed bag. It's just that concept of it. it's just hilarious <laughs> and and just having having the idea that they had to get. And someone was just so casually able to be the ball fluffer and just pull yeah. him back yeah. down and maybe give him a little massage to get that elasticity back. It was just, who was that again? I don't even remember. remember. Someone reached Might- in and grabbed it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a great, great uh, subvert your expectations type of sketch. I love when they do those as well. Um, I got to I gotta give a mention as well to Dave England pooping at the garage sale. You it's know, great. when he walked oh, in yeah. there in his cardigan, I knew, oh, yeah, he's going to find a toilet. This man has to shit. And uh, 
I love Did that. Did he know uh, it was going to shoot him up? Well, that's the thing. That's the that's the twist. I yeah. was wondering too because yeah, he sits on this toilet. You know, there's people just browsing here, like just innocent, normal people. This was one of the few like in public type of segments they got yes. away with doing. And yeah, a big geyser of water shoots him off the toilet. And I just love the people's <laughs> reaction. Not only when he's pulled his pants down and begun to take the shit, but afterwards when Dave England gets shot up into the air and he says. I, I just don't even know what just happened. And the, there's this man there who's just looking at him. He's like, I don't know why you were trying to take a shit in there. That's the funniest and, thing. They immediately move past the fact yeah, that he just, a toilet exactly. blew up. And they're like, you deserved that. Yeah. Like, like, happy that he got his comeuppance. Like, no one's questioning why a toilet exploded. It's like they saw it and they're that's like, so true. right. It defies That's all what logic. happens when you shit on a public toilet. It explodes. Now let's shame the guy who did it. Like, how do they move on from that so quickly? Exactly. Oh, man. It was great, though. Um, if Dave didn't know about that, I would believe him because you could tell he was he was doing the sucky voice afterwards. He, he clearly was hurt by that uh, by that fall. Yes. Um, the maybe maybe the last one, unless you guys have any anything else to say. And I like this because it'll give us one more chance to mention uh, uh, Danger Aaron, who what a fucking star like just an absolute stud doing all the things that like you'd expect only Johnny Knoxville to do in this movie. And it ends yeah. with the, the, the stunt I like to call Baron McGahee for obvious reasons where they sit him down and they got him covered in honey and, and salmon and a bear comes out and the stunt itself is okay. Like he's legitimately petrified and they're making some funny jokes, watching him from like outside the room and he can see them watching him. But you know how we talk all the time about, you know, was Danger Aaron bullied on the set of Jackass? Like, what was was he bullied? Did they were they harder on him than other people? And it's it's come out that that's probably the case. There's a moment at the end of this one where the bear's gone, everyone's out there, and he looks like a hostage. And he says to them, and he's shaking. He says, "Is this over? Is is it is it all over?" Like a child. He yeah, says yeah. it like a child. He's fucked up. And it's like part of it is is like, oh, that's a funny reaction. But the other part is like. That feels like trauma. You know what I mean? And not to get too serious about it, but it's like, if there was a question of whether he was bullied on set, that's the, that, that answers it to me. Yes. But, but Mikey, here's the best part about it. I found is right at that exact moment. This is where I thought you were going with this is that they're like, yeah, no, great job. You did a good job. Gave him a hug. And it was kind of like, after all these years, yes, they, yeah. they were so proud of what he was able to do in this movie. And you could tell they gave him a big hug. Yeah, no, you sure. did, wait, we're not even going to fuck with you again. You did more than enough over here. Yeah. And it, it kind of seemed like a bit of a closure to me. It, it definitely feels like the crew is aware of what he's been saying and, and is, is trying to reconcile, but it's just the way he reacted. There is like, Oh, there's a, there's a, 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 a bullied person in him. But I do agree. I think the cast did a good job of a, giving him the spotlight mm. and B congratulating him afterwards. It was nice to see. Yeah, and now he shits his pants every time he smells salmon. <laughs> and uh, God, that guy's been through a lot. Him and him and uh, fucking Dave. I I know we said it already, but like, if there is a award for most PTSD, it's going to them. Uh, oh, they got to share it though. Listen, the I know you said you want to wrap up here, and I'm I'm on board with you. I think we're getting close to our end, but there are two I want to mention real quick because I think I'd be remiss. This one I'm going to mention real quick. Save the best uh, out of these two for last. Uh, so this one I got to mention, it wasn't anything overly remarkable, but it was a good shining moment for the new guys. 
This was the lubed up slip and slide down the big dirt. Oh hill. yeah. I, yeah, I thought was this fun. was fun. Uh, you know, it wasn't was anything really too good. crazy, but just seeing these guys take the bumps and basically just having the old crew on site to watch them. And it was kind of like a, it felt like a test to gauge if they were ready, you know, like they had to uh, test their metal here and, and take the jump. And there were some really good fucking spills. And uh, I like the creativity, you know, they had one where uh, Poopies was riding. Um, is it, uh, is it Justin? That's his name, Justin. Uh, I'm not sure who he was. Yeah. The, the the bigger gentleman oh zach. oh zach 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 justin i'm just yeah. making oh he's shit body up. surfing yeah quote-unquote body surfing Fuck me uh god that was beautiful that was a beautiful moment i love that uh they were just like all about it um there was moments where they're like oh let me let me let me say my name in front of the camera like they're so fucking excited yeah. to be there yeah i loved it man and wouldn't we all feel great. that way you know if we were about to introduce a stunt i think we would um that that's like that's like being able to say live from new york it's saturday yeah. night like that's yeah. that's like the, the thing analogy. that you get to say yeah yeah dude i love how he asked first though like it wouldn't be okay yes <laughs> uh, yeah they seem like little kids on set it was it was it was nice that they're fanning out but then also the passing of the torch it just felt it was a good feeling this movie just made me feel so good all around yeah yeah totally but uh, this is the end of the movie and the final stunt. And the minute I saw colored jugs of milk, I thought of Mikey. Oh, Mikey, man. Mikey, very fondly in the theater, I thought. He must be loving this right now. And they took it to the next level. Not only do we have regular chocolate and vanilla or strawberry, sorry, regular chocolate and strawberry. We have a variety of flavors and colors this time. Uh, I just thought it was great. They're going to go on one of those fucking uh, merry-go-round Gravitron type things and just puke but i love how there was a swerve there my only complaint with it before the army trucks with the paintballs rolled in is that i wish they would have uh let it go a little longer and had them drink more milk maybe beforehand because there was <laughs> yes, not I enough agree. puking in the skate in this segment unfortunately i agree yeah it, even though i don't like to puke to see someone get shot by a paintball and have that be the thing that releases their stomach enough to start throwing up would have been hilarious you know what i mean like there's always that moment where you're holding in holding in but just to get actually hurt and have it just spill out naturally would just would have been fucking awesome yeah it's uh, it's funny too because when this one first started chris didn't realize how close we were to the end of the movie and he ran to the bathroom oh, and shit. as soon as i saw the the milk jugs i was like no i was <laughs> i thought i was gonna miss chris gagging because of of the vomit because chris's gag reflex is worse than steve-o's uh, but he came back in time, which was which was nice. It was and this one was cool too to end off on because it did kind of feel like the old getting punishment on the new, with the exception of Steve-O, who who got hit pretty hard in this one. But it was oh, just yeah. like all the young guys on the Vomitron getting shot by paintballs. Johnny Knoxville is the general, just like walking through with all the explosions in the background. It was a nice little send off for him. This was like you know at a certain at a few moments in this movie, I felt myself getting like really emotional. Because it's, you know, this is my mm-hmm. whole life leading up to this. And uh, and this was one of those as well with this is kind of like the vibe that I expected from the intro a little bit with just explosions and movement and vomit and this and that. Uh, so it was nice to end off on. I think I think this was a great way to to see us off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was it was good. And, you know, it sucks that the movie ends because you're at that point. I was just sitting there thinking, fuck, I want to just keep watching more of this. But. I think they had a good curation of shit here and I really enjoyed what they put out for us to watch. There wasn't anything that I watched that made me go, eh, didn't really care for that. Like the whole way through, there was always something to laugh at. So that was cool. I think they did a good job, especially, you know, especially despite the limitations they had with COVID and shit. Uh, Good job all around on the movie. Now, before we wrap up, guys, I got to. 
I just want to put the question out there. Was there anything extra you wanted to talk about that maybe revolves around the making of the movie? Speculation for shit you would like to see or think could happen in the future? Just any other comments, yeah, the, you know, the weird, The around. weird thing to me is that around the time of the release of the movie, there was a big rumor, and it, it almost seemed like it was confirmed that Bam was, was going to be in yeah. the movie. That Bam was going to be one there. scene, he at least had one scene in the movie or something. Right. Along those lines. And unless I missed it, he no, I didn't see him no, at all. No, and that was kind of that was kind of sad. I mean, I, I made the prediction when we first did the trailer reveal our first video episode over on YouTube. Actually, uh, I made a prediction that this not really a prediction, but I was like, wouldn't it be cool if this were all a ploy and Bam was going to be in it? Right, and this was right. like a storyline that they were playing up. And it's just it's really fucking sad to know that that wasn't the case because. Yeah. Man, Bam did so much for Jackass, and I'm not saying that Jackass crew was wrong in not allowing him to come onto the movie, because there's so many, so much involved in that, but just sad that it couldn't work out. Without taking sides, just really sad to know that we had this, we got to see our friends again, and Bam couldn't be there. Yeah, I, I, just touching on that issue, it's, it's, I know it's a, it's a sensitive one that brings up a lot of debate. There's like, it almost seems like there's team Bam and team yeah. Jackass. I, I think that, we just we need to look at it like these guys really are his friends. And when you're dealing with someone that's an addict or someone that has those issues going on, you can't enable these things. And I know a lot of people be like, well, Jackass, what about Steve? Oh, they let Steve yeah. get away with it and this and that. But I think at least I choose to believe they were doing the best that they thought they could. I think having him not in the movie sucks. And that was a punishment. And I think that was a little unjust. But I just have to just for the sake of these guys being a group of friends, have to just choose to at least believe that they did have the best intentions. And, and hopefully, oh, yeah. as Jay said later on or earlier on, they, they, there might be some deleted scenes. We might get a jackass, you know, forever 0.5 or whatever the case may be. And yeah. I just want to see him back. Ultimately, we all win if, if Bam's in the crew and it's yeah. only better when Bam's around. So hopefully they do patch things up and it gets but that way. It looks like he's doing better now. Yeah, you mentioned, Chris, that, you know, they're like, what about Steve-O and this and that and enabling him? But the Jackass crew, there's a story where Johnny Knoxville kidnapped Steve-O, put him in a van, and dropped him off at Rehab. Yeah, they committed to him to a, to a I think yeah. it's like a 1028 or whatever it's called. It's like a temporary insanity thing. So they, they did do that with him, but... And they I, take just these saying, things seriously. Like, I, I think yeah. that I, I agree with you. I think they had the best intentions at heart, and they probably gave him as many warnings as he needed. You know, again... I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying it. It does suck that we couldn't have him here. Um, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 And I what mean, about you, Jay? Any anything else that that uh, that we missed? Any 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 thoughts? Because because once once we do that, once we sum that up, I kind of want to go around and just give like our general closing thought on the movie. Yeah. Each of us get a chance sure. to do that because I, I I think I think that would be a nice way to, uh, to to wrap this up. Yeah. Just trailing off what you guys were saying about the Bam situation. Uh, I think, you know, you, you related it to Steve-O and his rehab. Seeing your friend go through something like that, they obviously love Bam, even if they're mad at him or whatever the case may be. I don't know. But right, you learn from that path. Like you've seen that path that Steve-O took and they've learned from that experience of what he went through. And they're like, there's probably a lot of shit we should have did differently. We should have acted sooner. Like they're doing Very this true. out of protection for a friend and like whatever side you may be on or whatever the fucking deal is at the end of the day, they just want this guy to be healthy. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I hope that like if they did film shit with him, we get to see it eventually. That would be super cool. Yeah. Or at the least, if we never do get to see it, it'd just be nice to see them patch things up, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, definitely. But who knows? I mean, hey, at the least, we got a really cool movie at the end of the day. I'm really happy with this. I do want to talk before we give our overall thoughts about the credit sequence, because there was something in here that I'm glad they did. Uh, and this one, this goes right into the list of things I got right 
guys. Just, just saying, just pointing that out. I, if you're talking about <laughs> corn, if you're about hey, to fuck mention off. corn, get out of my head, Mikey. <laughs> get the fuck out I of my head. I love it. We definitely have to touch on this. Ryan Dunn gets a tribute appearance in the credits. And yes, I am saying I should have won the best stunts of Jackass season two contest. Go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> the first shot of Dunn is corn sledding. Thank you very much. Uh, best Which famously on this podcast was, was panned as us, us saying that this was the dumbest fucking stunt. Uh-uh. Or at least Chris and, Chris and me. Easily in the top five. Come on, guys. I don't know what's wrong with you. I am not wrong. Uh, Ryan Dunn forever. We got to see a couple shots of Dunn, and it was nice that they acknowledged that. They clearly have no bad blood, even if, you know, we. it's obvious we know Dunn was more on the BAM crew, so I'm glad they didn't let shit there cloud up the fact yeah. that oh, yeah. this was a good yeah. person who they all enjoyed spending time with, and they just wanted to recognize his part in the legacy of Jackass, and I think that was really cool. Um, cool to see. So... I'm glad. Well said. I agree. I agree. It's, it would be weird if it, I didn't know that I, I don't know that I expected a tribute to Ryan Dunn apart from maybe something in the, in the, the, the title, just like RIP Ryan Dunn or whatever. Um, but this was very nice. It felt like, yeah, if we're, if we're looking back on the past and, and recognizing everything that Jackass was and where we've come, you can't do that without covering that gap that that ryan dunn's left out of our experiences and, and that was a nice a nice way uh, to pay tribute to him yeah and there you go there you have it the movie does end and uh, as knoxville promised at the beginning there is a little bit of an interview segment at the end we don't really need to talk about it but uh it is cool so if if for for whatever reason you're listening to this before the movie which you're probably fucking crazy if you're doing that uh <laughs> stick around because yeah you get to do a little interview with the with the new cast and that was kind of that was cool to see as well um, there's an interview with the new yeah. cast we didn't see that no that's something that only showed on the wednesday it was like a special edition kind of thing for oh, like people who went to no go shit, see it really? the day uh, before release or sorry thursday uh for the thursday release uh but our theater didn't show it they didn't they didn't turn it on which lame. sucked because we literally waited till the very end of the credits they turned the, the lights on i'm like blank. there's they gonna be something else yeah yeah it sucked yeah, well, you could probably find it on YouTube or something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, so overall thoughts, since I'm already like fucking yapping anyway, I'll just say my overall thoughts and let you guys jump in on it. I think as a package, Jackass Forever is definitely a, a must watch. It is my least yeah. favorite of all the Jackass movies, though, and that's saying a lot because I thought it was fantastic. So it's just these movies always set a high bar. Like there's belly laughs to the point that... Uh, you your stomach hurts uh, in any jackass film and this this had that and i don't really care so much that they didn't get to do as much interacting with the public or maybe that we didn't see as much of the old crew doing hardcore things i understand yeah. you know you have to be reasonable in this t- in their age i'm just happy to have another movie like i said at the start of this that was a fucking treat and thank you to the jackass crew for putting it out for going through everything that they did to put it out and i hope in some capacity that we will continue to see jackass stuff one thing i would love to see from a speculation standpoint is like a tv series comeback where maybe the yes. new crew oh is my God, heavily yeah. featured and yeah th- that would be fucking great it would work great in the streaming age like fucking do that if you're not doing it already uh and if we don't see anything jackass going forward Honestly, I'm okay with that too because I never thought this would happen anyway. So that's yes. all around, guys. I'm just pleased with this. This was fucking great. And um, yeah, I can't wait till they release it digitally so we can fucking watch it again and do a more in detailed kind of breakdown of it. So what do you guys think? Definitely. I, I, to me, it, it was absolutely incredible. Like, did it have the big crazy stunts and the big brash explosions and all that stuff that some of the others know? But it had more feels. Like, I don't even know else how to describe that. It yep, just, yep. it hit my sentiment. 
It might have just been because of the delay, but it wasn't just that. They just didn't play off the nostalgia. They created something new and they built something that they they they, they bridged the past and the present and the future all together very nice. And I just enjoyed every second of it. It was just fun. I like the fact, you know, I don't need these big, crazy, scary stunts. I, I yeah, like yeah. The, the feels of them just partaking with each other and having fun. Like the, the whole point of Jackass to me, I've said this numerous times, is just guys who don't want to get old sitting together and just having a good time and just doing stupid shit. And this had more of that than the other movies to me. So I wouldn't say it's my favorite one, but in in some ways it actually is. I don't know. It just, it just had a really great vibe. I highly, highly recommend if you like Jackass and even if you don't give it a shot, cause it's great. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And this kind of goes to uh, what I was saying earlier about how they didn't try to beat the original Jackass one, two, and three. They they definitely tried to do something different, and I think that was to its benefit. I agree with what you said, Jay. I don't know. I I, I haven't seen Jackass three in long enough to know whether I rate that higher than this or lower. Um, but this is it, it, as far as the movies go. This was definitely not the best one, but it was still amazing. And you know why? It's because you just get more Jackass. It's like having a bad chocolate bar. It's like even a bad chocolate bar is still chocolate. You're still going to enjoy it. Just because it's not as good as your favorite brand doesn't mean it's not worth having or, or you're not going to get some sort of enjoyment out of having it. I was a little bit, there were times where I felt like the 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 overall adrenaline wasn't there in the way that some, some past jackasses have been. Uh, and at first that caught me off guard, like down to the, the fact that the intro didn't have like some crazy music score. It wasn't as sweeping and, and energetic, but once I settled into that vibe, I actually found that I really liked it because I'm an older guy now too. Maybe I just don't want all that crazy <laughs> excitement. Maybe I just want to watch my jackass while, while sipping a little whiskey and or red wine by the fire or something like that. Like how some people would read books. I'm just going to watch jackass forever. So yeah, all in all. Not my favorite of the Jackass movies, but still absolutely worth seeing and still just such an, a phenomenal unexpected treat that I never thought I would have at this point in my life. And I just, from the bottom of my heart, they may never hear this, but like, thank you to the Jackass yeah. crew for doing this. I, I, I know, know that's cheesy, but thank you so much for giving us this. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, guys, you said it. And, uh, man, I, I hope that, um, in some capacity, we see more from them and they don't just kind of disappear and go into the shadows and, you know, fucking stay quiet for another 10 years or whatever it is. I hope there'll be more. That's my hope because um, yeah. it never gets old. That's the thing, right? It just really? never fucking gets old and they've proven that. And it's like I said, there's been other remakes and, and like rehashes of uh, franchises that started years and years ago that I feel like missed the mark, but this certainly did not. And uh, kudos to them for doing a good job on it. Um. Yeah. And by the way, Lance Bangs is the name of the uh, the, the cameraman that we can <laughs> yeah, right. the director. Yeah. <laughs> Lance I knew it would come to me. How come Knoxville was just for men in only one sketch of the whole movie? That really bugs. A me. couple. A couple. <laughs> he had black hair, eh? and then and then afterwards, he yeah yeah he he's he's rocking the grays now. Yeah, I gotta say, it looks good on him though. He's kind of like a yeah. He kind of looks like a villain in some movie, you know, just with that gray <laughs> hair. He looks like he looks like he should be a bad guy in in, in yeah. some. God, I don't fucking know where I'm going with this. I think I'm doing that thing that I do every time we do one of these um, where <laughs> I think the show was supposed to You just don't want it to end, end, Jay. You just don't want it to end. We've been, everything's ago. been leading up to this moment. And uh, no, I just don't want to close it. I don't want to close it. God, we fucking, we started a podcast with this episode in mind and now we're doing it. I just want you to recognize that for a moment. All right. God damn it. Can you do that? Yeah. Be yeah. Behind the scenes, we kind of 
literally did our whole podcast knowing we wanted enough in the bank when we led up to this movie. We'd get a little boost. We'd get some new listeners and they could go back and have enough of a library to go back and listen to. Like we really did cater everything towards this moment. So if we are seeming a little bit emotional or like we're super into (laughs) it like this, we put a lot of hard work and effort and time into this stuff. And and we want you guys to really share this out. This is the this is the moment we really are hoping to get a big push. We're doing this. We're having a good time doing it. But share like like honestly, guys, it takes two fucking seconds. Like really, <laughs> you don't understand how far it goes. I used to watch it and hear people say this all the time and just yeah. never click the like button or do whatever. And I really go back and do that for a lot of these videos because it really makes a fucking difference. Yeah. You yep. start small and it takes a very little bit to bring you into that extra ne- next stratosphere of stuff. And, and we want that to happen. man. we want to have more stuff. And, uh, you know, who knows if we get big enough, maybe we could get some guests on from Jackass one day and really bring some cool stuff to you guys. So fucking do your part, man. Just fucking go like it. Like right now. <laughs> yeah. like, don't wait. Do it right fucking now, man. Stop yeah, getting a little bitch. Just fucking do it, man. Come on. All right. Well Fuck it. We're going to go now at Jackass Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to talk to us or like Chris said, please just share this shit with somebody you love and respect or someone you don't love and respect. I don't care. Uh, leave <laughs> us, you could write us a review too. Uh, that yes. yeah, puts, iTunes, pushes us baby. up in the rankings. And hey, if, if uh, you do that, then more people see it. So we're happy. Um, thank you for joining us here for another episode of the Jackass. Hey, I got to say, guys, we've had some great times on the show. Uh, great moments and memories, like the time that we revealed that Chris has a poo fetish. That was a <laughs> highlight for me. I love that episode. If you're Definitely new Chris to the show, I just want I want you to know that we're a silly group of guys. And I feel like personally, this is just me. I feel like this we knew this was a high stakes episode. And I think we were so excited that maybe we weren't joking and bantering around as much as we normally do. But uh, if you like a dirty podcast, if you like your podcast dirty, shaken, not stirred, <laughs> you're in the right place. Go back and listen way back in our library. Season one and two we covered earlier on. If if you're looking for more jackass stuff, um, our most recent stuff, like I said, is Wild Boys and Viva Laban. So if you're wondering why the hell, hey, where's the jackass? Just scroll down. You'll find it. It's there. Uh, Thank you for joining us, though. We're looking forward to next week where we've got uh, new things on the horizon. We're starting something new and I'm not going to spoil it yet, but uh, um, it's season three. Let's fucking spoil it. Come back next week so you can listen to us review in episode by episode, stunt by stunt breakdown season three of jackass we can't wait to go back to jackass because as jay mentioned we took a big hiatus doing wild boys and viva la bam both great episodes and and tv shows uh, we enjoyed doing it but we can't wait to get back to more jackass all right bye i'm jason weldon bye i'm chris aaronworth bye i'm mikey aaronworth and this has been jackass Press X for Sound audio production.